In today's show, Bitcoin will see a long bear market, says Trader with the Bitcoin price stuck at $19,000. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis and quoting Checkmate here, deleverage yourself, get your Bitcoin into cold storage, sit tight. And as shared here by Altcoin Sherpa, it's going to take months to chop around and accumulate once the bottom is found. And the bottom might not even come for another few months from today. Hunker down for a long bear market, in my opinion. And quoting Rack Capital, Bitcoin may still very well be in a downtrend acceleration phase of its correction, but this phase will precede the multi-month consolidation phase, which will precede the new macro uptrend phase. And as shared here by Alex Kruger, as a general rule, trading volume is the highest when markets capitulate, and such capitulation creates major bottoms. This weekly chart includes the aggregated Bitcoin volume for most Bitcoin pairs. Volume hit its all-time high two weeks ago. Also in today's show, breaking news, BlockFi announces a deal with FTX US, including an option to acquire for $240 million. As their CEO, Zach Prince, announces here, yesterday we signed definitive agreements subject to shareholder approval with FTX US for number one, a $400 million revolving credit facility, which is subordinate to all client funds, and number two, an option to acquire BlockFi at a variable price of up to $240 million based on performance triggers. Also in today's show, crypto likely to rally in the coming months as traditional assets fall, says CEO of $5.1 billion hedge fund. That's right. In a new CNBC interview, Dan Moorhead of Pantera Capital says the prices of digital assets will likely be going up in a year as interest rate hikes cost traditional assets to trend downwards. Also in today's show, more breaking news. Senator Indira Kempis proposes a bill to make Bitcoin legal tender in Mexico. That's right. Indira Kempis, Senator of the Mexican Congress, has proposed a bill that would make Bitcoin legal tender in the country and the bill bases its action on the hardships that Mexican citizens are facing when trying to access financial products and education. Also in today's show, Bitcoin can crash to $10,000 and one final flush down, says CNBC analyst and shares his timeline. Quoting him here, the good news is that I do think we are getting a lot closer to a generational bottom. The bad news is that it might not be until Bitcoin hits $10,000. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Hopefully you're having a pretty awesome weekend for the holiday here for July 4th. The Bitcoin failed to reclaim recent losses into July 2nd as traders prepared for stagnant price action to continue. As you can see here in the Bitcoin, Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Now, data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView tracked a limp Bitcoin as it chopped around the $19,000 mark into the weekend, which is where we're currently at at the time of this recording. Now, the Wall Street trading week had finished without surprises, with United States equities practically stagnant, providing little impetus for crypto volatility, as well as the U.S. dollar currency index, fresh from a retest from 20-year highs, ran out of steam to circle at 105 points. Now, order book data from the largest global exchange, Binance, showed Bitcoin cost between buy and sell liquidity close to the spot price, ensuring a lack of volatility until traders maneuvered or added significantly to bids or asked. Zooming out, the outlook hardly seemed any more optimistic for the Bitcoin bulls. For popular trader altcoin Sherpa, current conditions promised an extended period of uninspiring performance from Bitcoin, which could last much of 2022. As these shares here, Bitcoin is going to take months to chop around and accumulate once the bottom is found. And the bottom might not even come for another few months from 
from today, hunker down for a long bear market, in my opinion, note, there's still going to be some great trade opportunities coming, but I don't see this as a good environment for newer traders personally. Longer term investors just dollar cost average and buy at some levels slash hodl. Now, the sentiment was echoed by trader and analyst Rec Capital, who argued that Bitcoin had not yet made new macro lows or started to consolidate. As he shares here, Bitcoin may still very well be in a downtrend acceleration phase of its correction, but this phase will precede the multi-month consolidation phase, which will precede the new macro uptrend phase. And as Checkmate shares here, deleverage yourself, get your Bitcoin into cold storage, sit tight, sage advice, not your keys, not your cheese. That, my friend, is a fact. Now, the next week or two can prove to be the cycle's lows, meanwhile leading to a degree of hope to those concerned that the bottom is still months away. And a new Twitter thread on the day, economist, trader, and entrepreneur Alex Kruger noted that volume denominated in Bitcoin hit an all-time high last month, as he shares here. As a general rule, trading volume is the highest when markets capitulate, and such capitulation creates major bottoms. This weekly chart includes the aggregated Bitcoin volume for most Bitcoin pairs, spot and perpetuals across the exchanges volume hit its all-time high two weeks ago and he shares here the week of march 12 2020 was the 2020 bottom has the second highest volume ever the week of may 19th 2021 is the third the week of june 21st 2021 was the 2021 bottom the fourth and the week of may 9th 2022 was the luna apocalypse which was the fifth and he shares this meme here which says inhale some hopium and note indicators show aggregated volume in number of coins. And he also mentions here, zoom into 2018 to observe an exception to that rule. Volume then hit the all-time high on the week of November 19th, 2018, yet price kept on bleeding for three more weeks and stayed depressed for four and a half months. Can observe the same pattern in all assets through history. This is a pattern. Here's the spot only chart. Conclusion shouldn't change much. That said, looking at the spot only is, in my honest opinion, short-sighted. Many people trade mostly perpetuals as it's more capital efficient, cheaper, and more liquid than trading spot. And he concludes here, okay, muting thread. Many of the replies are depressing. This is a pattern observable across assets and asset classes. Study it, come up with a very large sample size and even some loose probabilities. Pattern doesn't mean once price bottoms, it moons. There is no juice. ATM. And before I break down next breaking story of the day, BlockFi announces a deal with FTX US, including option to acquire for $240 million. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin and Ethereum currently correcting. And in the red, you have Bitcoin down 0.65% for the day, maintaining just above $19,200. You have Ether down 0.14%, maintaining just above $1,050. While Binance Coin, Solana, Polkadot, Cardano, and XRP are all pumping and in the green. All right, now let's break down our next story of the day. FTX US has inked a deal with BlockFi that will give the crypto derivatives exchange the option to purchase the lending firm. That's right. In a new Friday Twitter thread, BlockFi CEO Zach Prince said the crypto lending firm had signed agreements with FTX US for a $400 million revolving credit facility, as well as the option to acquire BlockFi at a variable price of up to $240 million based on performance triggers. And according to the CEO, the deal was reached as part of an effort to bolster liquidity and protect clients funds at BlockFi. So massive shout out to BlockFi and FTX. The agreements are still subject to shareholder approval. Prince said volatility in the crypto market, particularly market events related to Celsius and Three Arrows Capital, which had a negative impact on BlockFi, led to the decision. The crypto lending platform suffered roughly $80 million in losses the week following Celsius, pausing withdrawals. And after considering various unattractive options for recovery, partnered with FTX US. All of our products and services, including funding,
funding and withdrawals, our trading platform, credit card, and global institutional services continue to operate normally with incremental capital strength behind them, said their CEO, Zach Prince, and he made the announcement here. Yesterday, we signed definitive agreements subject to shareholder approval with FTX US for number one, a $400 million revolving credit facility, which is subordinate to all client funds, and number two, an option to acquire BlockFi at a variable price of up to $240 million based on performance triggers. This together with our potential consideration represents a total value of up to $680 million. We have not drawn on this credit facility to date and have continued to operate all of our products and services normally. In fact, we raised interest rates effective today. BlockFi was one of the first firms to liquidate some of Three Arrows Capital's position in June after the company reportedly failed to meet margin calls from its lenders. And amid the market downturn and extreme price volatility, the crypto lending firm announced that it would be laying off 20% of its 850 strong staff, retaining roughly 600 people. And it's currently unclear if FTX's U.S. acquisition would change this decision. So there you have it. I want to give a massive shout out to BlockFi. Not only are they a sponsor of the show, but they've been doing the right thing to protect their investor funds. So I got to give respect where respect is due. And shout out to FTX for making this all possible in the first place. And before I break down our next story of the day, crypto likely to rally in the coming months as traditional assets fall, says CEO of 5.1 billion dollar hedge fund dan moorhead of pantera capital but first let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap sitting just above 865 billion dollars with 55 billion in volume in the past 24 hours the current bitcoin dominance is 42.4 percent with the ether dominance at 14.8 percent and checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours we have terra classic leading the pack up 38 percent trading just above six cents followed by curved out token up 10.6 percent trading just above 75 cents followed by Cosmos up 7%, trading at $8.08. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see a sea of red with just a handful in the green, including Luna Classic up 118%, Ton up 5.9%, and Ape up 2 0.7%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we are currently rated a 14 out of 100 in extreme fear. Yesterday was an 11, last week a 14, and last month a 13 in extreme fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity like we're witnessing right now. BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Pantera Capital CEO Dan Moorhead believes crypto assets will diverge from traditional assets such as stocks, bonds, and real estate. That's right. In a new CNBC interview, the crypto hedge fund CEO says the prices of digital assets will likely be going up in a year as interest rate hikes cause traditional assets to trend downwards. Quoting him here, one of our central views is that although, obviously, interest rates have to impact bonds mathematically, they almost have to impact stocks and all the other things like real estate will certainly be targets of the feds the federal reserve bank there are some asset classes like cryptocurrencies that should be uncorrelated or disconnected from the interest rate markets although it hasn't happened yet crypto has been very correlated with risk assets i can easily see a world in say a year when stocks and bonds are down real estate is down but crypto is rallying and trading on its own very much like gold does or soft commodities like corn and soybeans all doing very well so that's the world that i think 
We will see. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Dan Moorhead. He also says that the fundamentals of crypto assets are still appealing from an investor's perspective. As he shares here, the fundamentals in crypto are still very positive. Obviously, we've had a huge bull market, now a huge bear market, but I have been through five of those so far. And for 10 years, we have been investing in crypto. So it's not unprecedented. We have seen it a lot. And to watch this video with Dan Moorhead entitled, Is the Fed Running a Ponzi Scheme? Check the show notes below the video in the description. I also like to point out that Pantera Capital currently boasts $5.1 billion in assets under management. And before I break down our final two stories of the day, Senator Indira Kempis proposes a bill to make Bitcoin legal tender in Mexico, as well as Bitcoin can crash to $10,000 in one final flushdown, says CNBC analyst and shares his timeline. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store, Live at Merch also be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to help support us with the youtube algorithm and of course you can follow me on all the major podcasts and platforms from spotify home of the joe rogan experience tapples itunes and google play we're currently receiving over a half a million downloads per month and i'd love to scale that to a million downloads per month and i know with your help we can accomplish that and of course you can follow me on crypto twitter facebook telegram and tiktoks so wherever you're at be sure to plug in and follow me there but all right now let's break down our next way the day. Mexico is another country in Latin America that has taken a look at what Bitcoin might bring when introduced to its economy. This week, Senator Indira Kempis introduced a bill that would amend the current monetary law in Mexico to introduce Bitcoin as a legal tender in the country. The bill, which seeks to mimic the action of El Salvador, the first country in the world to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender, mentions that this might help to change the financial literacy of many citizens. The document puts the basis of its proposal on the fact that Mexico is one of the countries in the continent with less financial inclusion and education. And according to the proposal, 56% of the Mexican population still lack access to a bank account, meaning that more than 67 million people still have no access to the most basic of financial instruments. That's right. Bitcoin is banking the unbanked. And in the same vein, 68% of citizens don't have access to financial education, which ostensibly renders most Mexicans unable to take educated decisions regarding savings, mortgages, or how to deal with credit. Now let's discuss the central bank digital currency versus Bitcoin. The bill proposed by Senator Kempis clashes with the course of action that the government and the Central Bank of Mexico have followed. In January, the institution announced it was working on the creation of a digital peso, its own central bank digital currency, better known as a CBDC, that it was expected to be in circulation by 2024 as a way of aiding Mexicans in their financial inclusion problems. Now, also the finance minister of Mexico, Atoro Herrera, stated in June that the use of cryptocurrencies was prohibited inside the Mexican financial system, remarking that his prohibition was not likely to change in the short term. Now, this measure was announced after Ricardo Salinas, one of the richest men in Mexico, reported he was working with Banco Azteca, the first bank to accept Bitcoin in the country. What are your thoughts about Mexico adopting Bitcoin as a legal tender? Let me know if you feel this is likely in the cards here in the short term. That would be fantastic if that happened this year in 2022, as Mexico is a major country and obviously connected right to the
the United States. And now let's break down our final story of the day. CNBC analyst Brian Kelly believes Bitcoin still possesses more downside potential, even as it trades 70% off its all-time high of $69,000, which we reached back in November of last year on CNBC's Fast Money. Kelly says the flagship crypto could still fall nearly 50% from the current levels as the macro environment worsens. Quoting him here, the good news is that I do think we're getting a lot closer to a generational bottom. The bad news is that it might not be until Bitcoin hits $10,000. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this analyst. Now, the CNBC analyst says that Bitcoin is likely to bottom out once it experiences a Lehman moment, a scenario that is potentially months away. A Lehman moment is that instance when the fear that turmoil in one asset or industry could become more widespread. As he shares here, we are probably months away from a Lehman moment, meaning that kind of one last flush down. Somebody big goes bankrupt that you never expected. We are probably months away from that. And according to Kelly, the Bitcoin crash will be triggered by central bank's policy errors and accentuated by deleveraging in the market. Quitting him again here, the catalyst for this is going to be inflation expectations picking up and every central bank in the world is making a policy error. And I think if you get those three combos, a final flush out of all this leverage in Bitcoin down to 10 10,000, 15,000, somewhere around that, and inflation expectations picking up, which I see coming in the next quarter or so. And we all know that every central bank has already made a policy mistake and likely to continue to do more. That is the perfect scenario for a bottom in Bitcoin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst that we could potentially see a $10,000 Bitcoin price bottom. And to watch this video entitled Bitcoin Goes Bust Worst Quarter Since 2011, check the show notes below the video in the description. Now for a quick recap, what I cover with you here in today's show, Bitcoin will see a long bear market, says Trader, with Bitcoin price stuck at $19,000. Also shared breaking news, BlockFi announcing a deal with FTX US, including an option to acquire for $240 million, as well as crypto likely to rally in the coming months as traditional assets fall, says CEO of $5.1 billion hedge fund. We also discussed Senator Indira Kempis proposing a bill to make Bitcoin legal tender in Mexico, as well as Bitcoin can crash to $10,000 in one final flush down, says CNBC analyst, and shares his timeline. But where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Martin Burke wrote, what's up JV? Finally hit the whole coin club today. Thanks for all your hard work. Love the news. Massive congratulations, Martin, on becoming a whole coiner. Music to my ears. I couldn't be more happy to hear this. Everyone, please help me show Martin some love in the comments. And our next featured comment comes from Wayne. You can either buy Bitcoin now while it's cheap, or you can work for the rest of your life. Your choice. Facts. Couldn't agree more. And our third and final featured comment comes from Brian753. What happened to the super cycle and different this time? We are supposed to be $500 million BTC last December. We are supposed to be all bazillionaires by now. Hey, it is what it is. Things don't always go according to plan. But if you're a hodler, one Bitcoin is still worth one BTC. So all I got to do is hodl. And when 2024, 2025 comes around and we have the next massive bull market explosion due to the having and the scarcity built into the Bitcoin protocol, thank me then. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below. 